Hey, we're Augmenters, and today we are here to talk about creating community and belonging through mentoring. I'm Julie. And I'm Jimmy. On today's show, we welcome Joe Zapilli, who you will come to know as Joey of Bad Monkey Popcorn. Joey is a true Augmenter, and we learned how energy and enthusiasm helps mentoring relationships pop for entrepreneurs. See what we did there? And you're going to learn about the importance of family including the divine mentor to help set examples for positive and strong mentoring relationships. Joey has been a finalist for Ernst and Young Entrepreneur of the Year, and his popcorn company has won sustainability awards focused on innovation from grocery associations in North America. We are excited for you to hear what we learned. Here we go. So thanks a lot for joining us. This is Joe Zapilli, one of the brothers involved with Bad Monkey Popcorn. So Joe, we love to ask this question. We're going to jump right into it with you. We love to ask this question, especially to entrepreneurs and founders. Augmenters understands that often mentors are people that see something in you before you see it in yourself. Did you have somebody in your life who could already kind of see some of your vision and energy an acumen about how you might start bad monkeys in the future, but you didn't realize it yet, but that other person could see it in you. I would have to say my, my mom, she's always been super. Well, my mom, first off, we back up. We were four bad monkeys. So four boys and she raised us on her own. So we didn't, we didn't have a, we didn't have any dad around to tell us the rules. So we, my mom was, was, um, kind of the, the man of the house as well. And she had to do double shifts because I don't know if you, I have three kids, but we used to eat a lot, so my mom had to work to, to feed us. So we, we didn't have a lot of rules in the house, I would say. I, my mom barely knew if I was home. So I would say it was just me and my brothers getting into trouble and just trying out different things. But my mom was truly the one who always made sure that we had a roof, food, and always pushed us and believed in us. I could be gay. I could be heterosexual. I could literally be a plumber. And my mom always was encouraging me. So since I was small, she always believed in me. Even when I didn't believe in myself and I did go through some very hard times because I started hanging around with the ba- bad kids because, as I mentioned, I didn't have anybody telling me not to. So when I was in trouble and then I got in trouble with the law, uh, my mom was the first one not to bash me, not to put me down, but to, to mm-hmm. say that, you know, you're you're not living up to your full potential. Shout out, mom. We That's a yeah. great, fantastic theme that we've heard throughout Augmenters that, uh, you know, how key a parent is early on to be able to support and kind of like not just call you out, but call you forward. Yes. And never really put me down saying, you know, oh, you're doing this or you're doing that or you're running with the wrong crowd. Just saying that I'm not living up to my potential. And then it took me to realize, wow, like I'm a loser. Like, what am I doing? Like, I should be the man of the house. I have two little brothers that look up to me. And I'm not, I'm not doing right. And that's kind of how in my early twenties, I got back on the right path, but it it was definitely a hard childhood growing up. We didn't really have uh, much besides, we we were all in one room, by the way. So we were in a one bedroom. So four boys in one bedroom, don't need to explain how that must've been, but it was, uh, it was a disaster. (laughs) That's understatement. Was there one phrase that somebody said to you over time that kind of changed your perspective about yourself? Yeah, I'm big on um, making sure your last name is big. And if you Googled my last name prior to me, there's nothing. Um, Now you Google my name, you'll see 
magazines, articles, uh, company sales, uh, just record breaking, uh, this, that. So it was really, truly just uh, me and my brothers realizing that we needed to, to build our last name up because for so much time, our family didn't have that. And I wanted to break that, that you know, not family curse, but generational curse of just the, the, the name not going anywhere. And now I'm proud of my last name. I'm proud of, of what we've done for, for our, our name. Joe, I want to fast forward from mom in the beginning and think about now people that you may partner with or share time with. Uh, you know, Julie and I are in the food world and we know there's such a strong community of founders and especially seasoned executives, too, that, you know, want to be in this entrepreneurial space and you know share some of your energy. What are the signs that you look for in a person before you think about wanting to develop a relationship further, whether that's a mentor or a mentee? You know, like what do you need to see? Is there one or two things where you're like, you know, I can get down with this person? Great question. It's it's the fire inside you, the hunger. Immediately, I don't care if you have a bad product, you're not well versed in the industry. If you have a fire and a desire, and I know that sounds super cheesy, but they call me the Phoenix because sometimes I, I'll ask 75 questions in three, three seconds. I just have so much energy and so much passion. And even the other day, my one of my good friends is like, Joey, like you're working like all these hours. You're, you, you don't have any weekends off. You have no time for yourself. Like you're already the most successful guy in our high school. Like, what are you doing? Like you need to relax. And then I was thinking to myself, like he's thinking that I'm the most successful in my high school. I didn't even think about that. I'm just trying to be the most successful CEO that I know, not not put myself in this little box of my high school, uh, my local high school. So it's really a fire in you. And what's funny is me and my brothers, uh, specifically me and my older brother, my two younger brothers, I would say um, are are less hungry because I think we do, all, me and my brother, like pave the, the way, sort of put the foots in the steps in the, the snow and they're just following our footsteps. But me and my brother, first of all, my older brother is a, was a doctor, quit being a doctor he went to McGill, which is like the Harvard of. Um, oh yeah, Shout yeah, out like the Harvard of Canada. At the last second, before he was about to start his his practice, he quit, and then went back to law school in French. We're not French, by the way. So that was just, like I said, my mom and us paid uh, for his schooling, so we could have easily been like, "What are you talking about? Are you an idiot? You can't be doing that, wasting our money. You spent like five years in school, days and nights." We actually encouraged him and said, that's a, if you feel like that's the great move, let's do it. And to this day, it actually benefited us because he's our patent lawyer. And then our packaging, which we won two sustainable awards for, um, and we beat, we beat out giant billion-dollar companies, we patent with, with my brother's knowledge. So it just it's full circle. I love it. How do you think that you know, entrepreneurship can be fostered through building community Yeah, so entrepreneurship, I love. Um, not only that, I do that currently with my employees. So if you look at my my employee roster, we're we're close to like. I, I had honestly downsized. What's funny is when we were doing a couple million, we were at over a hundred employees. Now that we're like, let's say in the twenty thirty million range, we're going to be doing. I'm happy mm. that. So we just got more efficient. Um, and we hire now within our company. Very rarely I'll bring in somebody. We just brought in a CEO who's like 65 years old. That's pretty much the only outside hire. I always want um, 
our employees. Like one of my employees comes from Mexico. He was just a regular bagger, barely spoke any English. Now he's running my warehouse that has millions and millions of dollars going through um, every single year. So it's, um, I truly believe that uh, intra- entrepreneurship is something I would have done if had I not been an entrepreneur. Tell us about your company. We're exploding uh, is an understatement. To be honest, it wasn't the case. Uh, when we first started, there's a lot of popcorn companies out here and there's a lot of competition. It's very crowded. So we we kept getting the same problem. Oh, Lay's is here. Sorry. Oh, this guy's here. Skinny Pop is here. So all these competitors taking our space because they are paying more money than we can afford. So they had deeper pockets. So we're like, man, we're just fighting uphill. And I got on a call with a buyer, a huge account. I think it was Walmart. And he's like, Joe, if you're going to pitch me another flavor, uh, another bag, I'm not interested. And I said, well, you're in luck. I'm not pitching you that today. I'm pitch- pitching you something. It's the first ever compostable bag that's also heatable. So what does that mean? The best popcorn we all know is at the movie theater when it's hot, full of butter, delicious. So we said, how do we take that movie experience and bring it home? So we developed this packaging that not only is right now the hot the hot trend is sustainability, but we have it that it's heatable, it's heat resistant, it's made of wood fibers. So I have daughters. You can literally put it on the barbecue, your caramel popcorn, your cheese popcorn. It's You can eat it as is, or you throw it on the barbecue, microwave, oven, warmer, whatever, and it basically won't burn your hands. It just heats up the popcorn inside. So we differentiate ourselves, and that's, that's kind of how we've now got Disney uh, um, on board. Disney dropped um, Orville, which was a billion-dollar business for us. And another thing we did, which was very smart, is we are a data company. So we're not just a popcorn company. We're a, a marketing company that happens to sell popcorn. So what I mean by that is we've been collecting since 2014 emails and, and contacts. So we have over 300,000 moms um, that are on our active mailing list. So when we launch a product in a store, we kind of like have our, our monkeys go out and support us. And it really helps because... There's 40,000 different products being done every single day. So you're up against so much people begging to get into the stores. So we don't Mm -hmm. beg to get in the stores. We have our consumers ask for our product and then they call us. So we have the leverage. 40, wait, 40, stop there. 40,000 products. Excuse, every year come out, not, not in my snack industry, but in the whole grocery space, but probably what 10,000 5,000 different snacks every day puffs you hear about it every second there's like a cocoa puffs uh, a new popcorn puff uh, chips uh, pita chips there's there's just too many and in reality if you're begging the grocery stores to get in you're already out of luck yeah like you said you need the consumers because that's who they care about Okay, so now you have, you know, as Jimmy mentioned, we're both in this food world. We know the hustle of the of the founder, Jimmy, definitely more so than uh, than me. But in a different way, we all are out here hustling. So you must have now entrepreneurs who are just starting who look to you as a mentor. What kind of advice do you give to the gal or the guy who is just like just starting off, just ready to like get into yep. the grind, get to the hustle? What kind of advice do you give them? That's another great question because I get I get 100 requests a, a day to come on board. I'll give you a percentage of my company. Um, and in reality, I, I want to. Um, but I look for a couple things. One, do they have a good product? Because a girl just today that I know, I'm not going to mention her brand, she is one of the best entrepreneurs I know. Just such a hustler, great with marketing, has a huge following, but her product sucks. So one, I, the product has to be kick-ass. That's number one. Number two... 
you have to have that fire I mentioned. And then, and then honestly, the, the, the most important out of all of this is you have to have a team or you have to have some resources because she was by herself. So it gets very, very dark. And um, you guys know, you guys have the experience. It gets very dark and very lonely. And if you don't have your brother or a partner to turn to, um, and you know, some days I don't even want to get out of bed. I'm, I'm the, we, we lost this client. Like we, we had uh, lost this major client. I, I was like, can I just sleep in my bed and never get out? Because now my shareholders, like they, they, I'm talking $14 million potential sales. They dropped us. And I'm like, oh my God, my life is over. My board is going to kill me. The company's going to go bankrupt. And my brother is the one who pulled me out of that. And I do the same thing for him. So it really is having that support system. In the beginning, it was even my mom. My mom, crazy busy, but still bagging popcorn with me and coming to events with me. My brothers and my my wife, my girlfriend at the time, my wife now. So it was just having that support system. So those three things I look for, good product, fire, and then the support system they need. It sounds like when you are mentoring these other um, businesses, you get that it's not just about the financial support and it's not just about the connections, that there is an emotional component to it as well, when you can really connect with somebody and share your story, share the experiences you've firewalked, you've been through this, like, yes. you know, how, so you need to like help that. That's a really important part. I think of this entrepreneurship journey is having others who can really, you know, be like, I know what it feels like to not wake, want to wake up in the morning. And I know what it feels yes. like when a big client walks away and all that as well. So maybe there's a world where there's both where there's the finance and uh, the mentoring that comes together. 100%. So Joe, if there was a mentor out there for you that you don't have right now, what would that person be? Like, what would their background be? What would their resume? Like, like who would you want to like give a shit about Joe individually? I'll be honest. I've been lately more on uh, just like listening to God. I'm not a religious guy, but just honestly believing in yourself and not having to rely on anybody because it seems that when you, you build these people up to be mentors, most of the time they let you down. So like, for example, we, we our first round of investing, um, we had this investor who really believed in us. And then things started taking a little bit of a bad turn. Boom. He literally turned on us on a dime. And I thought this was a great friend, a mentor to me. And he's like, I want to sell. And it, he panicked. So he called me. And I found a, a, another friend of mine that owns a chicken plant. And I said, hey, listen, uh, this investor wants to leave. He's willing to sell his, his shares uh, at rock bottom. And, um, so he's like, obviously the chicken guy is rich. Um, he does all the chicken for Costco. So he's like, yeah, okay, no problem. Uh, what is it? A hundred thousand. So he's like, he, he sent the guy a hundred thousand long story short. Uh, we did our second round of financing in 2020 and the guy cashed out 1.3 million. So in two, two years or two and a half years, I made the guy over a million dollars. Uh, so now he's asking me to invest in another business, but I don't really put any, uh, I don't build people up anymore because it seems like they always let me down. And maybe that's just because of my past history. So I just look to God and I know that, that he's looking out for me. Um, and I look to my brother uh, a lot uh, because my brother has such an experience. And even the investors for that second round, he, we had pitched maybe 60 different investors. We had one that was interested, one. And the guy's like, uh, all right, I'll invest. The deal is like something, I, th I think 6 million or something like that at the time. And my brother's like, no, we want nine. I'm like, in my head, I'm kicking him on their chair. Like, I'll take four. And the guy's like, all right, done. We'll do that. And it's like, we just got a couple million extra because my brother just was had the, the poker face and he's, he's just ballsy. So I looked at my brother because he's very uh, confident. And I think that comes from his success in, the, uh, in, in school. 
Yeah. I mean, medical and law, that's like a real, that's a double whammy. But I have yeah. to say, Joey, I think you're the first person in all of our uh, over 100 Augmenters episodes to bring in the divine mentor, which we have yep. not uh, yet had brought into the, the conversation. So thank you for that. Thank you yes. for that. You know, the way that you can connect with that and make those decisions, like you're saying, like not taking everybody else's advice into account. Yeah. And, yeah. The bit always works out uh, in, in, when you're a big hustler like me. So that big deal that we lost, long story short, that company ended up, we ended up finding out that they were taking money from entrepreneurs and it was just a, a, a bad deal in, in itself. So everything worked out. And then now we have the line time for, I'm going to announce soon, we're partnering with an A-list celebrity. So I'm going to announce soon, very soon in the next couple of weeks, and we're able to help and grow that business. So and take on Walmart and the Costco's. So, you know, things work out um, and it's in God's hands, really. I love it. Joe, we want to wrap up uh, with our classic word fire association. I don't think you're going to have any problem uh, coming back with a comment very quickly. Where are you now? It sounds, it seems like you're not moving at the moment. I'm at an Audi dealership. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to guess. Yeah. uh, Yeah. You know what? Might as well look at cars. Actually, funny. My my grandfather was uh, one of his first cars was an Audi. It was like a square Audi. And then when I was successful, the first thing I was doing was I had thirty five thousand in my bank. I literally bought thirty five thousand dollar car. <laughs> not 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 good advice. I definitely wouldn't recommend that. But anyway. I was gonna say, is that is that a piece of mentoring advice or is that? Yeah. Not? Well, I was. I looked up to my grandfather too. He, he funny enough, he owned a. Uh, he was an entrepreneurship entrepreneur as well. He owned a bottling company, which actually sold to Coke. I only found this out recently. We're good. So, so Joe, uh, we like to end with uh, a couple quick questions. The first one is a rapid fire word association. I think you will excel at this. I'm going to say four different words and just tell me what pops in your head. When I say the word mentor. God. God. How about mentee? You don't know if God's a guy or a woman. So I would say God as well, but I would, I would go more with my mom. Okay. Sponsor? Right now in my head, it's NBA, but that's because we're doing a Love sponsorship. It. Love it. No, that's good. How about coach? Coach, um, I would say my brother. He's the best. Uh, so His name's Fabio Zapilli. You guys should have him on the podcast too because his story is insane. He was also a paramedic in Israel. Um, so that he's just well-versed everywhere, uh, multi-language. The only thing is, is him and his wife are, are lawyers. So don't argue with them. It's impossible to win. <laughs> Amen to that. And uh, uh, if if you had this isn't rapid fire, this is just like a sentence or two. If you had to define how you would hope mentoring relationships would be in 2050, so like one generation from now, like for your kids when they're starting their businesses, how do you hope people see mentoring? What would be a definition? I would say don't tell them, show them. That's something that um, I do with my kids. I don't tell them to go work out. I don't tell them to be good kids. They just see me. I bring them to my boxing class. I like boxing. I bring them with me to business uh, meetings. I, I bring them even to events so they could see everything I do. Um, I also uh, do shakes in the morning. So now it's funny. The other day I heard a blender and my daughter's seven. And then I look down and she's like, oh, daddy, I'm making our shake. So I'm like, you don't really have to tell them anything. You just have to show them and they'll do it on their own. I love it. Is there one thing, I think I know what you're going to say, but we like to call this the unlock symbol for conversations, similar to like when book club happens, 
you know, there's some really deep conversations that occur at book club, but no one's actually talking about book club. They're sharing their feelings and everything else beyond the book. But book club is what brings people together. What would be a similar symbol for you that helps you kind of unlock conversations to a deeper level with people? I would say when you're at your weakest, that's kind of when everybody seems to be their truthful self. So I don't know if I'm answering it correctly, but um, I would say when people are at their weak point, you see who really truly who they are. Uh, when their back's against the wall, when things are going bad, it's easy to be positive and good when things are going great. But when things are going bad, let's see, you know, the type of person you are. And I think that that's, that's exactly where I look for people is not at their best was when they're at their worst, what they're doing. So Joe, not a bad answer, but the correct answer was popcorn unlocks conversations. Come on. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Honestly, popcorn is on my mind 24 seven. I don't even smell it anymore. So it's, it's just, it's ironic, but I'm going to send you and your team, uh, all our flavors, especially our new award-winning heat and eat, uh, which can order on Costco well, you can order soon on Walmart Amazon but I'm gonna send you guys a box you're gonna freak out and you're right it does unlock a lot of conversations there we go I love it Joey thanks so much my man it was we, great we, we to love you the energy. thank you thank you guys so much Jimmy that was a ride literally don't call him Joey bag of donuts that is Joey a bad monkey popcorn and he's buying cars and he's got energy I mean I'm not gonna lie I want to like go for a run around the block, eat some popcorn, and then figure out how to make everything in my life compostable. I loved his energy, which I know people always say about us, but I think he kind of blew us out of the water. Like, I think we kind of look like couch potatoes. Joey's got a lot going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, how great was that nickname? Joey the Phoenix Zappelli. Come on. I mean, it sounded appropriate. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of a better example, like, you know, kind of the bottom of the popcorn, popcorn and like turning and like repopping it. Like he, you know, it was like a lemons to lemonade kind of story, like taking re- a lot of challenges that he had from his family background to, you know, feeling mm-hmm. really undervalued and like just crushing it. It was really inspiring and how he was able to really root and ground all of his energy and enthusiasm in these super important relationships to him, in his faith and in his family. And the quote that really stuck out to me from Joey was, put my foot in the snow ahead of my brother's. Mm. A very Canadian quote, which is (laughs) phenomenal. But also it was really kind of meaningful as a metaphor for what great mentors can do and how great mentors can inspire other mentors to go out and help mentees. Yeah. If you start literally walking the walk and leaving that trail, people will come behind you. People will build that capacity with you. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And he is very focused on family and faith. And I think that in the business world, those two things sometimes aren't talked about or they're kind of, you know, perceived as like the investors are more important than your family or more important than your faith or the customer. But I feel that his value of staying really true to his upbringing and really true to his family is really beautiful. And I think he's going to be incredibly successful. And I cannot wait to try his popcorn. I've been craving popcorn since we talked to him. I, I need that box to get through customs. I, I have a hankering. And uh, I think Joey's going to fill it. Joey, thank you so much. We are sure we'll see him soon, whether in person or on your local grocery shelves. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. Pop on. <laughs> Augmenter's out. Wow. 
wow, you've made it this far and we thank you. Hopefully you enjoyed our episode and discovered new ways to bring more authentic connection into your mentoring relationships. Want to tell them more, Jimmy? Be an Augmenter with us. Visit our website for the best interactive mentoring content at augmenters.us. Share our podcast with someone you care about. Like and subscribe. And yes, really, you following our show and writing a review, it's a big deal. Your actions provide us with the resources to continue our undefeated, unencumbered, prize-winning productions. We welcome questions and suggestions via email, hi at augmenters.us, or on social with our handle at augmentershq. We are most active and available on LinkedIn and YouTube. Shout out an earnest thank you to our intrepid producer, Erlen Cato. We appreciate you. Augmenters out. See ya. Thank you.